What is happening, everybody? Thank you for joining us for another episode. This episode, since we are close to Thanksgiving, we are going to be discussing the games that mean a lot to us, the games that were an integral part of growing up, the games that we're thankful for. So, without further ado, let's grab life by the controller. So the game I am going to be discussing is Cool Spot. I am thankful for it for a couple different reasons. The newest reason is it was sent to us by a great friend, uh, good friend of the program, even better friend of me, uh, Peter Graphic. Him and I have discussed on his page the Sega games that he's been posting. And Cool Spot got brought up. And I let him know my love for it. It is an amazing game because the marketing team tricked you into buying a commercial. I mean, think about it. You would spend like 60 bucks on a new game. It, it was a commercial. Yeah. You are playing the mascot for 7-Up. Uh, back in the early 90s, it was this red dot with sunglasses and sneakers. And at the beginning of the game, he comes surfing in on an old-timey glass 20-ounce bottle. <laughs> it's freaking awesome. Uh, Tommy Tallarico is one of the only American video game composers that I I follow. Everybody else... Uh, all my Castlevania stuff, Ninja Turtles, Mario, that's all Japanese composers. So the fact that an American made such catchy, upbeat, happy-go-lucky, it just suits the game to a T. So, I mean, thank you so much, Peter Graphic, for helping me to relive my childhood through a game that I never thought I'd see again, honestly. Yeah, you've talked about it for a really long time. Because I was like, I don't know what that is. You're like, and you've always compared it to being just a commercial. Yeah. Like the whole game. It, it is one of those games where seriously, I, I would never, Pepsi Man had a, a video game. It was horrible. Uh, <laughs> Chester Cheetah had a video game for Cheetos. I didn't care for it whatsoever. But Cool Spot... Yeah, it it's left like, a cool spot. Okay. It, it left a cool spot in my my <laughs> gaming history. So, a little bit of backstory about the game and my life. Uh, I have talked before about having a friend that during the summers we would trade consoles. Uh, the very first time him and I traded, I got Altered Beast, I think Sonic, and Golden Axe from him. And all I did was play Golden Axe. I really didn't play the other ones. Um, I in love with Golden Axe. Well, the next summer, uh, I think by then I had Clay Fighter, and he wanted to trade for that. And so, if I remember right, we we traded. What we'd do is we'd trade during the the very first week of summer break, and then we would have all summer with a different system. If we wanted our system back, we could call up and say, "Hey." I want it back. We never did. We did this three different times, but it gave us the opportunity to go to the local video store 
and rent games that we would never have a chance to play otherwise. Yeah, that's a good idea. It... It was fantastic. And the fact that our parents let us... Well, my, my parents let me. I don't know if his parents knew. <laughs> they they might have been some of the parents that are like, oh, he's in there playing a video game. Okay, yeah. Don't know what yeah, system, know anything system. about it. But... Like, everything's Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everything's Nintendo, no matter what. But this time, I believe he had the Tasmanian Devil game. Uh, like, Taz, Tasmania, mm -hmm. or something like that. And he had Cool Spot. This was one I did not even put in Tasmania. I put in Cool Spot, and away I went. Like, I beat the game. I started out on easy just because I wasn't used to the button configurations. Going from having six buttons on my Super Nintendo down to three buttons, I, I didn't know what to expect. So I opted to, you know, stick my toes in the water. <laughs> And, and just take a, a little sample. And then I played it on the next difficulty, which I think is just normal. Yeah. And there's extra bad guys. Like, you start off on a beach. It's, like, littered. What are you fighting at the beach? Crabs. Okay. I got crabs at the beach. I got crabs. You fought off crabs at the beach. But on the next difficulty, there's dragonflies that spit stuff at you. And they're really annoying. And when you snap your fingers, because you're a cool guy, you're throwing out carbonated bubble fizz. <laughs> and okay. I, I should probably get into a little bit of the detail of the game. Apparently your homies have been kidnapped. Okay. And to complete a level, you have to collect so many spots, but they're not cool spot. Because you are cool spot. <laughs> and so... Okay, sometimes I just, like, am over here giggling because, like, the faces he makes, okay? It may not be relevant on your end, but I'm... Yeah. She's digging it. <laughs> I, I can be a semi-animated character. But, so, you're combing the beach... I mean, there's a huge lawn chair, but there's a secret area at the very beginning that you jump up on top of the bottle that you surfed in on, and then you jump up, and then you grab onto a balloon that you don't know is there, but I can't remember how I figured this out. But then you keep jumping up, jumping up, jumping up, and bouncing across these bubbles and balloons, and you can skip most of the map that way. You don't have to worry about crabs, which is a good thing. I learned... Early on in life that crabs are a bad thing. <laughs> but, and you talk about my PG-13. Hey, this is, this is rated G for everyone. E for everyone. <laughs> but. So I can feel my face just warm and red. Just like a cool spot. Just like a cool just spot. Like a cool You're spot. turning into a mute. So on easy, the cage at the end of the stage with. Your homie in it is out in the open, easy to see, shoot it, lock, bus off. You're united with your, your buddy, and you get this amazingly happy fanfare and song that just goes along with it. And you're like, yeah, I passed it. I got this. <laughs> and the next level of difficulty, I completed the stage. I went to go get it. It's not there. Like, like where, where is this, where's the cage with my, my buddy? Well, because it's a higher difficulty, 
You've got to go searching for it. They do not make it easy. So you get used to the easy, and then all of a sudden, pow, they swap it. They mixed you up. They, They did. But, I mean, it was like having two different games in one. I mean... Extra boss, or not extra bosses, but extra uh, bad guys throughout the stage. Uh, the introduction of dragonflies, inchworms, just little pesky things. There's a train stage that you ride on. It's got this great kind of old-timey, westerny cowboy shoot 'em up feel to it. Just Americana. Bot wearing a hat. A cowboy hat? No, but oh. the people, the toys that are riding the train pop out with a, like old school sheriff and a hat and they're like, ma'am, <laughs> I'm your huckleberry. And they're totally okay that like this spot, this red spot with like legs. Oh no, that's why they're shooting them. Oh, they're like, they're like what is happening? Not on my watch. <laughs> but the game is great. I love it. That's a little bit of the gameplay. So I'll get back to borrow the system from my friend. Yes, I, w- I got derailed on, on the tangent about what the game's about. But so as I'm trying it out on the easiest difficulty, um, like I would play video games during the heat of the day, during the summer. Too hot to go outside, too hot to play. And then in the evenings would go out and play night games, whatever and whatnot. So I'm playing... And my mom rolls in from work, and she's like, what? (laughs) Yes, white and nerdy. (laughs) But she comes in um, through the kitchen, and she could hear the TV. And she's like, what are you playing? Like, I'm playing Cool Spot. She had no idea what I was talking about. But as soon as she came in, instant recognizable character. Instantly, she was like... Some 7-Up. Yeah, make 7-Up yo's, baby. What is happening? <laughs> but, and so she sat down next to me and she's like, this kind of looks fun. She's getting into the music and stuff. My mom ended up playing it with me. There's two games in my life that my mom has played with me. Uh, taking turns. I'm not counting Mario because she wasn't really proficient in it. So she would run... And die is like playing with a three year old. <laughs> I love you, mom. <laughs> uh, hopefully Duck she's Hunt. Not listening. <laughs> Duck Hunt, she was good at. I will forever be the king. Uh, I totally didn't believe you. Yeah, either. but I like, I've, I've got man skill. But she sat down and watched me play. And after maybe 10, 15 minutes, she's like, Can I try? Sure, why not? My mom played that game almost as much as I did. Really? Yeah. She and then w- she was like, don't get the system back. <laughs> <laughs> Tell your friend you broke it. Yeah. <laughs> but get ours back. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, she would She would come in and every now and again she'd be like, hey, are you okay if I play your friend's Sega? Like, yeah, I don't care. I'm going to play night games or whatever. That's awesome. We should take it to Thanksgiving. You want to know what? We kind of should. Yeah, that would be a blast. How how cool would that be to kind of relive that? Yeah, you could do something on... That little bit of gaming history. This is why she's the producer, people. She has <laughs> great ideas. 
So, that is the game that I am right now the most thankful for. Uh, and I think it's really cool that you had one of your good friends send it to you. I have never been so touched. Um, it was out of the blue. Yeah. It It's the greatest experience to know that we've got people that want us to succeed. Yeah. And so they want to help give us the tools. Um, just, just many, many things. Yeah, Seriously, like so this, humbled. So whole episode is just how grateful we are that all of you guys are so amazing and want us to succeed and interact with us. And Yeah, we, we couldn't do this. We almost have 800 downloads now. That's I mean, awesome. in just a week, we get just people going through. I don't know how they're finding us. I mean, I promote the podcast, I think, once a week. But I'm posting gamer stuff all the time to try to stay relevant on Instagram. Been trying out Twitter. I suck I can't at Twitter. Twitter, we're so old. <laughs> I, they don't let me in with you. Oh. <laughs> but... Um, one thing that I will say real fast before I add, uh, add, before I end my little segment, uh, another thing that I am thankful for is the N64. We had a dear friend come up from California that we hadn't seen in almost a year. Yeah. And we spent this last Friday night playing Smash Brothers all three of them getting up on me. I uh, do not. I I <laughs> was I was going up, I was going after Kirby. <laughs> uh, you you know it. Um Savage Mormon Gaming, Tailgate Talks, Producer Peaches and myself. We played two rounds, but we had nine guys to start with, something like that. It made oh, yeah. for a pretty long game, but it was so chaotic. It was like just chaos on the screen. I I would lose myself. And we moved it up to the bigger TV, so we didn't play it on the. Yeah, we didn't play it in the retro room. We took it upstairs and played it on the the family movie TV, and oh my goodness, <laughs> I it's the second time I've played it as an adult. The first time it was just Peaches and I. I had no idea what I was doing. I was wanting a Street Fighter experience out of it. Yeah, it's definitely Street Fighter, not. Mortal Kombat, whatever. Realistically, this is as close to button mashing <laughs> as you can get in a fighting game. But oh my goodness. So many giggles, laughs. It was fun. I mean, deep belly laughs. It was a fantastic experience. It was. And it's something that... I, I appreciate it. I mean, we had the kiddos playing down in the retro gaming room on it. Yeah. And... It's definitely... I, I think it's because it can fit the four controllers in it. Yeah. And... Like I say in and your segment. Yeah. I mean, thankful for that. But not just for entertaining the children, but for the uh, the memory that we will have of that night hanging out with our, our dear friend from Cali. Yeah. So, seriously, you guys are going to get thanked so many times this episode. Yeah, it's definitely we really a do mean one. It. And thank you to uh, 
Mr. Archer's co-worker who gave him the N64 for his birthday. Like, that was a amazing birthday present. And it was out of the blue as yeah, well. Yeah, that was not even expected. So, from her uh, giving us the N64 to Peter Graphic giving us Cool Spot to our donor that wants to stay anonymous giving us Hogan's Alley. Which is pretty fun. Yeah. So, Shooting those cans, but. from the bottom of our hearts and from the heart of the podcast, we thank each and every one of our listeners, our Patreons, our followers on Instagram, the followers on Twitter, people who rate us on iTunes. If you haven't, please feel free. Go give us a five-star yeah. review if you feel the need. Say something nice. Uh, are people who subscribe on Spotify. Like, seriously, it means the world that you want to take us with you to work, back home, have us sit with you at lunch. On the road. Yep. It's just thankful. Thank you, everyone, for the support, whether you, even if you don't even donate anything, just your support of cheering in the background for us, cheering in the stands. It's just amazing to have people cheering for us. Yeah. So, we'll Amazing end this. Yes. We'll end this, and we will get to what people actually came to the podcast to hear. <laughs> uh, Peaches and Savage Mormon Gaming. So, let's get on to that. Peace. What is happening, everybody? We are live in the retro gaming room. Talking about games that we are personally thankful for. This can be on many different levels, but on my favorite level, here's my beautiful wife, Peaches. What is happening, Peaches? How's it going? Oh, it's a going. So, let's just jump into it. What game are you thankful for? I am thankful for World of Warcraft. I don't know anything about this game. I have watched the movie. Yes. I enjoyed the movie. So, this portion is completely up to you. <laughs> I am all ears. Oh, Educate me. Well, the reason that I am so thankful for World of Warcraft is it was the very first game that I um, played online with people and it was in a in a really um it was in a time that I really needed to associate yeah exactly and associate with other people talk with them because I lived in my small town I lived um we were the college dorm RAs so and like I had no friends there really because well once you get married, you just kind of lose your friends. So you are surrounded by nerds, but <laughs> not your kind of nerd. Exactly. Yes. I, I can relate to that on many different levels. But here is the main reason, which leads me to, is I had just had a baby. Um, postpartum depression is a real thing. And I think and I know that World of Warcraft is what held me together after I had my little boy because 
I was so alone, but yeah, I could get on this game. I'd put on my headset because when he would take a nap and I would go to another world and I would talk with these people and they became friends. They became my go-to. Um, I think that's when we had MySpace. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lordy, and, you're dating yourself there. <laughs> and so then like I became their friends that way. Like they weren't here. Like Tom? Were you friends with Tom? Oh, Tom on Facebook? No, MySpace. Little joke. From? I'm so confused. Okay, when when you joined MySpace, Tom was your first friend because he was the founder of MySpace. I thought that was on Facebook. No. Because Facebook is uh, Zuckerberg, and he's a robot. He doesn't have friends. Oh, well, I don't know. Anyways, now that I've derailed your whole train of thought. <laughs> yeah. So, and I actually um, became really good friends with this this girl who was having problems getting pregnant. And she was having problems. And so, like, I just became really close friends with her. And I was there for her. Like, we talked all the time. And we started a guild. Her and her husband were in mine and my husband's guild. and And we had a really decent guild we were pretty badass but yeah I mean I and then I couldn't didn't really have time once my little one became a toddler and wasn't sleeping every few hours (laughs) but honestly it was just a really good escape for me and at that point in my in my life I just really needed something to ground me and bring me back to how good people are and how they would still, I don't know, talk to me, I guess, and have things in common with me. See, and Savage Mormon and I had a conversation about stuff like this that'll come into play next. He's going to be next on the podcast. Recorded him first uh, because of timing and everything, but we get to hear from him next. And we spoke about a game that kind of did the same thing to me. For me, Uh, I think as adults, even as teenagers and kids, everybody needs that kind of escape. Yeah. And with the the online games, it can also become a support group. Oh, for sure. I mean, because I was only 20 at the time when I started playing that. So, like, being 20 20 years old, having my first kid... And, yeah, I was around family, but I've always been, like, a little bit different outside of my family. And so, like, finding this gaming group that was just so fun and supportive and... You could probably relate to on different levels. Yeah, exactly. Where with family, you kind of relate with, oh, this is how I grew up. You saw it. You were there. But you have your own perspective, so... You kind of understand, but really don't. Yeah. And other people are like, hey, you know, I'm going through a similar situation, and that's why I'm here. That's why I love the power of gaming. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, it's... And just, like, being on Instagram now, like, it's crazy. It just amazes me that, like, there's still that community out there that I had when I was playing WoW. Like, no matter what console you're playing or anything... Are there any other games besides WoW that, you know, you're pretty much thankful for? 
yeah, I'm I'm thankful for Minecraft also. <laughs> and this one has to do with for my kiddos is um because my oldest is ADHD and on the autism spectrum, um and so. I feel like the Minecraft was so good and still is really good for him at showing his creative side. Like, he can still kill animals, he can still do, but, like, building things. And, like, seriously, I think Minecraft was my saving grace at that point when, yes, I put my kids in front of a TV, okay? <laughs> what but, like, parent doesn't? <clears throat> I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, if parents say that they don't, they're lying or they do something else. Yeah. But, like, it was amazing to see what they would come up with. Like, they built a ship out on the water that actually had, like, levels and, like, stairs. And it was just amazing to me, like, how creative they could get with it. Well, and about a month ago, they built that upside-down house. Oh, yeah. Like, they still... Where everything was just like a house, but upside-down. Yeah. So, all the furniture on the ceiling and whatever and whatnot... Yeah. And it, it was crazy. Exactly. Like, and that, so that game is just, it's like Legos on the TV to me. And so I love it because I don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on Legos. See, and I like it because it's kind of got like an 8-bit style to it. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I think it's more square. Yeah. I mean, everything's square. I mean, even in Mario, like, there's more shapes than what is in Minecraft. Yeah. Which... And the animals are... Which is... It kind of bugs me where they're so square, but I've never really given it a chance. No. Because it's an Xbox controller to me, <laughs> and that just weirds me out right now. Yeah, but you've gotten... You've come so far in trying all of these different controllers. Hey, come December. We're, oh, we're yeah. going yep. to be getting like, more. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to be getting more into the Xbox 360. Uh, they have some arcade classic titles. Do they collections that we will have to get our hands on? Awesome. Uh, it, I think not only will it be great for the podcast, it'll be great for the kids to play stuff that we grew up with a controller that they're used to. Yeah, uh, they've done actually pretty good with the the zapper. The zapper, yeah, there's so much better than I am with the zapper, but like <laughs> the um the Retron controller, isn't that what they were playing on, or have they been playing with? They've been playing N64. N64. That's right. They've been playing the N64. See, and funny enough, now I am thankful for Smash Brothers because the other weekend, the last weekend that we had them all, they did their chores. And they did it specifically so they could play Smash. And yep, four so of them... they could come in the retro room. Yep, four of them just played and played and played for like an hour and a half, two hours. No fights. Yeah, it was nice. No yelling. It was a blast. And four of them, guys, is about half of our kids. We have seven. Yep, seven <laughs> together. Seven combined. So... Okay, so we've talked about computer... Because uh, that's World of Warcraft is PC, right? Correct. And we've talked about Minecraft, which uh, we have on the 360. Mm -hmm. Any retro game? You know, I just really am loving this Final Fantasy one. And I'm I'm really excited to like oh, find a game. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I am going to interrupt you right there. 
Tell us what you figured out oh, yesterday. My gosh, you guys, I've been playing, honestly, like, how many hours? Six, eight hours on this game? Easily eight hours with you resetting oh and gosh. doing everything. And guess what I just learned yesterday of why my guys suck? <laughs> They're level eight, mind you. I just learned you have to equip. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm such an idiot. You have to equip the weapons and... The you, armor. You are not an idiot. None <laughs> of the games that we have... Like, everything... Have equips, manuals. Well, and this one, like, I don't know. Everything I play, at least the first thing you get, you know, it equips. If it's in a slot, it's equipped to you. And so I just assumed... Okay. <laughs> so I, my guys have been punching. I will have to forward you something, because our great friend, Retro Gaming Rock, name drop, go check his stuff out. <laughs> it's incredible. Uh, he sent me a link to all the manuals. <gasps> for um, real? Yep. For You're the... just telling me now? Well, See, I've been telling you to Google it. <laughs> I, I do. I, I have this. Look. Okay, guys. So I'm showing him. I pull up my Google. The Google. And I click on my things and it says right here. Okay. What is that? Okay. So this is my it's Gamer, Gamer Corner Corner's guide. guide. So she's got a strategy guide. But I think the strategy guide assumes that you either know the yeah, game and have does. the manual and read it, or that, or that you're, you're, you're a veteran gamer <laughs> and, and you know everything already, except you need a refresher on like where to go on the map and stuff. Yeah, and I mean this, like I honestly have like read through this. It doesn't tell me anything about having to equip it, or it doesn't say that I have to specifically go in and equip. So, I was just playing around on there last night. Yep, it was yeah. last night. Yeah, last night. And I'm like, oh, what is this equip button? And I click on it, and then I go down, and I <laughs> click the A or B, I can't even remember, right by the weapon. And I was like, and then E, E-sword. Yep. I was like, are you kidding? E-silver. Me? I just barely equipped this 800 gold weapon. <laughs> That I've had the whole time. Yeah, that you just assumed you were using. Yeah. And then, as soon as you do that, what happens? <laughs> you see the <laughs> character, and he actually has a sword in his hand instead of just, pam, pam, instead of just punching. And then your your mage, when you equip the, like, amulet or whatever, he's shooting his magic spells now. Well, no, he's always shot his magic spells. Did he? I never yeah. saw it. No, my magic spells have always... Have never been a problem because I don't have to equip them. Okay, I don't I, play Final Fantasy. Yeah. He so. just sees it every once in a while at the corner of his eye. Yep. But my ninja, my black belt. He, my ninja. My ninja. What up, my ninja? <laughs> he has his nunchucks. He's got nunchucks. Yeah, I said his karate for right karate. now. Because I read that once he gets higher level, they slow him down more. He's better with just no. So he's like Bruce Lee with a one-inch punch. In yes. later levels, he's like, Her <laughs> look is terrifying. <laughs> I thought her eyes were going to pop out of her skull. She was not expecting that. That no. We should have been recording for YouTube on that one. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was quite a shock to the system. <laughs> quite a, yes. Okay. All right. Let's. <laughs> well, since you are my better half, and I am ever so proud of that, we have Thanksgiving coming up, and we are talking about things that we're thankful for game-wise. I am ever so thankful for my gorgeous wife. 
for the support that she gives me, for the way that she pushed me into doing the podcast, and it led to many strong friendships. Uh, It's led to just incredible people reaching out to us, telling us we're doing the right thing. I want to let you all know that I am grateful for each and every one of you. And I know Peaches is too. Same. Yes. Very much so. We get a lot of positive feedback on our Instagrams, which you can find Peaches at Producer Peaches on Instagram. Uh, Grab Life by the Controller on Instagram. We really haven't had hardly any negative feedback. Uh, We have had some constructive criticism and we've taken it into uh, consideration and, and, you know, our our heart so we could update and improve the show. We appreciate feedback, whether it's good, bad. We just like, you know, the sense of community that we have. Yeah, because any feedback we get, it's going to be useful one way or another. Yeah. I mean, we can either say, well... That's why it's our show and not yours. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but we we typically, you know, talk about it and say, well, what can we do to improve upon where, you know, this little message says we need to improve. Yep. And thank you to some generous donors who have donated games for us to play that yep. make the episodes possible. Uh, oh, for sure. Starting up this podcast has been great. We've got a decent game library to begin with. But to get stuff that you guys want us to cover. Yeah, it's fun. I like knowing like what other people want us to try. And... Yeah, it, it's an incredible feeling. And you guys have no idea what it means to us. Yeah, hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> so, I uh, want to thank Peaches for hanging out in the retro gaming room. I know we've actually got stuff to do. We are very busy people, so (laughs) seriously, for her to take the time to come in here and talk and to give me the time needed to do this, she's incredible. So Well, thank you for allowing me to keep coming on, and thank you all for not being annoyed by me. Nope. Everybody. Weird ass laughs. (laughs) Everybody loves you and your PG 13 mouth. (laughs) No, that is a word that they can say on TV. I know. That's why I haven't said anything. I just, I love to push your buttons and give you crap. I know. It's true. He treats me like a controller. Always pushing my buttons. Oh, I'm like, what? (laughs) I treat my controllers pretty good, actually. He does. So I don't mind if he treats me like a controller. Well, if you're my controller. Uh, I'm grabbing life by the controller right now. Guys, help me. <laughs> Things are getting weird in the retro gaming room. I mean, cut, cut. Cut. And scene. Well, thanks for joining us on Peach's segment. Yes. We love being here with her, so can't wait for next time. Yep, thank you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. What is happening, everybody? We have a special guest here in the retro gaming room. We have the Savage Mormon. He's my little brother. What's going on? What is happening? Not a whole lot. Just chilling. So we are doing the obligatory Thanksgiving episode. It's fun to do holiday episodes because I get a chance to ask people things that maybe they don't think about. 
What games are you thankful for? There's lots of games I'm thankful for. Some of the ones that like first come to mind would be like Rainbow Six, uh, Vegas 2, just because that was like my introduction into online gaming, and that's what I am really big into now is like competitive shooting online. And so that was like my first introduction into it. So that would be a very big part. And then that led me into my Call of Duty lifestyle. So I will admit I have never had more fun on a first person shooter than we had playing Murder Town. Oh, there's so many so many good memories playing. I I really wish they would bring that series back just because I loved the repelling mechanics, being able to go upside down, pull out your pistol, and slay some terrorists. They had that in uh, Siege, too, though, that mechanic. Yeah, but that's, like, objective. I know. I'm usually a more slayer. Yeah, team deathmatch. Yeah. Instead of an objective base. I can do it, but I, I prefer just, just slaying. So. Now, right now... Our listeners can find you how? Uh, I'm on Instagram at Savage Mormon Gaming and also twitch.tv Savage Mormon Gaming. He is fun. He's adult language. Yes, very much so. He's competitive. So I stream uh, <clears throat> pretty much Monday through Thursday just for like two hours before I go to work. It's like 3 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time till 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And then Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays are usually about 8 to 12-hour streams. Except for Sunday, you take a break for the foosball, right? It depends on what games we have and what what time I wake up and how competitive the game is. Yeah, and how bad the Saints are beating everybody. So it depends. I still usually get a... a Sundays, sometimes I just start later, depending on the games and stuff. So, Were there any games that I had when you were growing up that made an impact on the way... That you play video games? Well, some of the like very first, like I don't know who owned it in our house, if it was just a family game, but 007, of course. That, I I don't know who got that, because I got Maybe. Cruising USA. And I played the crap out I, of that game. No, no, I I think our sister got Cruising USA. I think GoldenEye was yours, because I had Wayne Gretzky's 3D Hockey. And then what, like, maybe... Two, three months later, I got the PlayStation, and I didn't play N64 hardly at all. One of the biggest ones that I remember, though, is Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Oh, such a great game. You introduced me into that, and that is still... Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 will go down as one of my favorite games of all time. The soundtrack, just everything about it. You have the revert and the manuals in that one. It was the first one with both those, so you could just go on combos forever. And you could leave your system on if you had perfect balance on all night long yes. and get ungodly oh, high just, scores. You just got a 99 combo, <laughs> did 99 tricks with ollies and stuff in between, and then just did a grind where you just sit in one spot because 99 <laughs> was the max multiplier. Yep. And then, yep, turned it off for a day or two. Just <laughs> TV, s- not the console. Skate a pool and just, or grind a, grind a pool and just go around and around the edge. Yep. Did that many a times. <laughs> so, yeah, that was... That was one growing up as a kid. What system did you have that on? I had it on just the, the PS1. Not the PlayStation, but the PlayStation 1. The slimmer one. I thought you had that on a Nintendo system. Because your version 
was different than mine. Or you had it on PS2. I, oh, that's right. Yeah, you had it on PlayStation 2, and I had it on PlayStation 1. I have had so many games, so many systems. It is starting to get hard to keep track of everything. Yes. I need to... Like, as we're sitting here recording, it's making me realize I need to write stuff down. Oh, I forget stuff like that all I, the time. I need to make like a list. Who had who owned 007? Yeah. It's just we did. I don't know whose it was. doesn't matter. We all played it. Yeah. So, but... Did you get the, the PS1 from me? I have no idea. I have no idea. I I think you got that. I I believe I sold it to you, if I remember right, because... Mom and Dad would not let me own multiple systems. If I was going to buy the new one, I had to get rid of... Sounds about right. And, dude, do you remember Reloaded on the PS1? Mm-mm. Kind of the overhead view, Contra-style game, graphic violence, shooting. You'd explode the enemies everywhere. No. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we are going to have to look that up. Because I remember playing that game with you... For hours on end, and just romping through everything, it was gratuitous. It was a run and gun shooter. Uh, bosses were gross and exploding. Yeah, no, I don't. That's oh. not bringing up any memories, dude. But yeah, I believe I sold that to you as a way to keep it in the family and keep all the games because I had a buttload of games. What wasn't as we had was the PS two also. Uh... What's the word? The backwards back- compatible? Yeah. yeah. And so that way, I could play the games that I wanted still, because I'd just walk in your room and take them. Yep. And then... Uh, that was like the agreement, I remember. Yep. So. It, it's amazing. Like, when you sit and talk about video games, one thing will lead to another thing, and then all these memories can just come flooding back. Do you remember playing... Now, I'm sorry, I took over you know, our, our talk with your games and stuff. But do you remember playing NHL Face-Off 98? Uh, more than likely. I don't... I just remember playing NHL Face-Off. And I remember that the New York... Not New York. New Jersey Devils had a guy that looked exactly like one of your best friends. <laughs> and I always played that because of him. Yep. Or I played as the fly, Flyers because of Yammer. Yammer Yager. Whoa. Right? Penguins. Oh, wait. Who, I, why did I play the Flyers? Yeah, he was on the Penguins. Lindros. Yeah, I played. I, what I teams think. were Sedin's on? One of the Sedin's. They were on the the Devils, weren't they? I don't know. Or the Maple That's Leafs? Been so long. I don't know. It, it is so hard to keep Devils rosters my, straight. My, yeah, and Yammer Yager is like 87 years old now, still playing. Is he still playing? Uh, in the or KHL, I believe. Okay. Uh, last season, he was traded around to, I think, three different teams. Yeah, so I don't know what still, teams he's on. Still holding his own, still oh, doing sure. better than most of the, the players that they had, but. Yeah. They didn't want a veteran of that caliber. Every now and again, you guys will hear the uh, the duck hunt. Because we are in the retro gaming room. So, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Vegas 2. Goldeneye. I, I think I'm seeing a pattern here. Shooters? Yeah. Yeah. No, like I said, that's base, it's about 90% of the games I play nowadays. I'll play still... Seeing how it's a Thanksgiving episode, one of my favorite games of all time, Madden. What happens on Thanksgiving? Yep, you have you got football games. So got the Madden. Football. I've been really good at Madden for a long time too. I've gotten really competitive at that, especially with our uh, our cousin Cosmo. 
And I I have Madden Eleven, I think. It's Breeze on the cover. Yep, and have never played it. Oh. I got it specifically for Breeze. I bought it for a dollar. He's my boy. So, so he he's an amazing quarterback and person. So you want to hear a funny story that like the the viewers might want to hear always. So growing up. Of being grateful and stuff like this. I had a birthday coming up, and I remember uh, my one of my best friends had an Xbox and had Halo, and so once again, shooter got really good at Halo just by playing at his house. Well, I wanted to get better because I'm competitive, and so I asked mom for a Xbox for my birthday. So she, so she, she's like, okay, well we'll we'll see what we can do. And one day I had a dentist appointment, and our dentist was right across the street. So when I walked across the street to the dentist, she ran to the store, went to buy me an Xbox, and I came, <laughs> I came back home early because, like, uh, got done quick, and my mom whistles every, everywhere she goes. So she's just like just whistling a song. Da, da, da. So oh, I you're not her. you're not saying when she was whistling to get your attention to cross no. the street. No, she's just like whistling because she didn't know I was home, so she's unloading the car, so nothing's in packages or wrapped up or anything like that and i go out there and i'm like hey mom i'm back and she's like looks at me and she's like oh crap and she goes to shut the trunk and i see a nintendo gamecube (laughs) sitting in the back (laughs) trunk and i was like what is that and she goes that's your birthday present that's the xbox i was like uh i love you but that is a gamecube she goes it's shaped like a box. I was like, very, yeah. You're observant, a, mom. A cube in a box. <laughs> Love ya. I was like, uh, so I had the GameCube and played a couple games, loved Worms 3D on it. and Or I don't know if that was 3D. Worms. Worms something on there. And some Smash Bros and stuff like that. But yeah, so that was my first Xbox was a Nintendo <laughs> GameCube. So that's a... a tons of competitive I'm, shooters I'm on it. for that because then I ended up selling that and buying a PlayStation instead. And now I'm a Sony fanboy. And have been going hard on you, Sony. You had a number of GameCube games, though, didn't you? I I, I owned it for a while. It was, I probably owned it for over a year before I sold it to buy a PlayStation. I think I sold it when PS3 was coming out. And I bought a PS3 within, like, the first couple months of it being out. So, but, yeah, that was a, I, I a remember. fond memory. I I so remember that. That's why I couldn't help but chuckle when you started to tell about your first Xbox. Yep, that was the oh first and only Xbox I've ever owned was not an Xbox. <laughs> it was just a good old Nintendo GameCube. <laughs> so. a, a little tie-in to Savage Mormon's original comment on Rainbow Six Vegas 2. I would go over, we would hang out, and we would play split-screen all day long. I did not have a PS3 yet. I was married to somebody different at the time, my first wife. She did not really believe in video games. And so I had a PS2. That was the best that I could do. We had a computer at the house and it wasn't anything fancy, but I saw Rainbow Six Vegas 2 on sale at I want to say GameStop or EB or whatever was at my mall at the time. And not knowing anything about cross-platform play and how it was non-existent back then, I asked the guy behind the counter, hey, if I buy this, 
can I play with my brother that's on PS3? I'm pretty certain they just wanted the disc out because it was the last one. It was between five and ten bucks. I can't remember. So I bought it. I took it home, popped it in the PC, told my little brother, hey, I'm going to get on. We should play together. I can't play it. My graphics card wasn't good enough. Well, my ex-brother-in-law at the time had all these random computer parts. I don't know why. Not going to ask questions just because of the shady nature of (laughs) everything. But I ended up getting a really good graphics card. So I went home, popped it in. Uh, This was like a week later. Called my little brother up, said, hey, let's get on. Let's do this. Connect to the internet. Get all excited to play together. Not split screen. And for some reason, my network doesn't connect with his network. I had already started up my PSN gamer tag. And lo and behold, it was available on PC. So I have been the same name everywhere that I go for ages. And I could not find him, period. And so I did a quick Google search. And I was only able to play against other PC. And you used, uh, if I remember right... An Xbox? Yep, Mad Cats? Uh, no, it no. wasn't actual... It was an actual Xbox? Actual... USB plug-in? Uh, I, I want to say it was a 360. I don't think 360... Uh, no, 360 yeah. at that time. But it, it was the best USB controller that I could get for it. And I could do button mapping. And now if you play... PC with a controller, you're a scrub. Yep. Because <laughs> you do not have the advantage of what everybody else has. But. Well, I am thankful, as cheesy, corny as it sounds, for the opportunity that I have had to get you to come and talk video games with me on the podcast. We've been trying for a little while now. We don't have the the same... Love for retro gaming because I grew up almost 10 years before you did. Yeah. But he still appreciates the classics and how far we've come. Of course. We wouldn't be where we're at right now. Exactly. And a good game is a good game. Exactly. So thank you so much for coming over just just to record this little segment. It it means a lot. And I hope our viewers enjoyed it. Thank you very much. It was a good time. And do not forget... He's funny. Uh, seriously, he's got skill. Savage Mormon Gaming on Twitch. Yep. Twitch.tv slash Savage Mormon Gaming. Yep. So. Or if you're a scrub like me, just go to Twitch and then search for him. Yep. Search for Savage Mormon Gaming. It should pop up. Like I said, those hours. Set, uh, weekends, I'm generally on. So come say hi. I'm pretty good at reading the chat and getting back to people. He he really is. He keeps me entertained while I'm at work. I listen to a stream uh, just today. It was hilarious because I, I think he kind of had some guy flirting with him over your skill. He he was pretty jealous of your 36 and 1. It was pretty good. So check him out. Uh, show some love. Uh, good games are good games. So. so I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Good times. Good times. We'll, uh, Many ahead. Oh, heck yeah. We're, we're going to ride this until the wheels fall off.
Oh, yeah. And then we're just going to sit where we're at and still do it. Yep. Turn on the radio. Heck yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, buddy. Thank you. Well, folks, that is going to wrap up this episode. But before we go, want to alert you to Iron Road Gaming's Black Friday charity stream on Twitch. He starts it at 12 a.m. with playing Overwatch. Then the final segment that he will do is starting at 9 p.m. where he does Zebo's Funhouse. All funds are raised through GoFundMe and it will go to benefit the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation so we can better study the effects of mental illness such as PTSD, depression, anxiety, things like that. The more that we can understand them, the better off we will be. And by doing this stream, it's just opening up conversation. Let people know you don't have to keep things inside. There's always people who will listen, always people who will want to help. It's just a matter of finding that help. We're thankful for him for doing this because everyone gets affected by it. I heard Peaches talk about postpartum depression. It's a real thing. I've suffered with depression in my life. I have watched my children struggle with depression. So this is something that's near and dear to my heart, and that's why I am so down with promoting it. Please, if you can, check them out. Even if you just go, pop in the stream, watch an ad or two, earn a couple of bits, everything raised goes directly into that charity. It's it's really a great thing that he's doing. Last time on this show, I promise that we will be saying how grateful we are to you. As we step into this holiday season, know that you're not alone. You've got gamer friends within the community. You've got us. So, thank you for everything. Thank you for listening. Find us all on Instagram. You've got Producer Peaches, at Producer Peaches, The Savage Mormon Gaming or the Savage Mormon, but I think it's at Savage Mormon Gaming. And then myself, grab life by the controller, uh, find us on Twitch, Iron Road Gaming, Savage Mormon Gaming, grab life by the controller, find us on Twitter. We appreciate everything that you guys do within our gaming community. All your posts, I love seeing people's Gaming post because it takes me back to a time in my childhood and inspires me on future episodes. Thank you once again, one last time, to my coworker for the N64. It helps so much you have no idea. Thank you, Peter Graphic, for Cool Spot. Means a lot to me, buddy. It really does. And then our anonymous donor for Hogan's Alley. Thank you so much. Y'all have a good one. Peace.